my daughter is three episodes into the 36th series of her Walk the Pod podcast. And she's talking this time about self-acceptance. And I was just sitting in a little warm spot in a local village, enjoying the sunshine, listening to the third episode. And it brought home to me one of the features of the GPT chatbot experience that I think are up there with being its most important characteristics. And one of those is the acceptance of whoever and whatever you are asking it daft questions. And I've said that numerous times before, but it brought home to me particularly that that's why I was really infuriated by Zizek's churlish criticisms of the chatbot. You may remember that it doesn't, he complained that it wouldn't understand, sorry about the wind, it wouldn't understand the buy one beer for the price of two and get the second absolutely free, as though this was some kind of fatal flaw. But I think that the thing about his essay that really got my goat is that he was essentially arguing for precisely the kind of judgmental, negative, dismissive attitude that I've certainly been on the receiving end of all my life far more frequently than I would wish. And many other people, no, most other people, no, pretty well all other people have too. And yet, when you talk to the chatbot, it's refreshing to be able to feel that you can ask it quite literally anything, even something you just asked it two minutes before because you've already forgotten, or something that you know is blindingly obvious, or that somebody who's trying to do the sort of coding that I do should have known 20 years ago. And it just replies. It doesn't criticise. It doesn't say, well, that's a pretty silly question. Or what on earth are you doing trying to do this ridiculous project that's far too difficult for you? It simply doesn't do that kind of thing. And it's very refreshing. And it makes you free to ask anything you like. And we should all be free to ask anything we like without feeling this is the theme of my daughter's episode today, without feeling that the response that we will get, either from people or from machines or from society or from some monolithic sensorious religion or philosophy, is such as to occasion shame. Because shame is the mother of self-loathing. And I've said enough about self-loathing in these episodes for you to realise that I think that it lies at the heart of most of the world's most serious difficulties. Because it's the one thing that we can't escape from. So another sense, another way in which these chatbots are going to make a real difference is that if the moral 
stance of OpenAI, who from their inception in 2015 been committed to the morality of AI, in other words, developing AI systems that are moral, that are not abusive, that don't abuse the power that they have. If we could just do that, if we could all do that, if we could all learn to be accepting, the world would be just so much better a place. I think back to experiences in the classroom for years and years. And I've told you before that the one unforgivable sin for me is laughing at somebody else's question. I simply won't do with it. I absolutely lose my rag if that happens. But all of that is to do with giving people the space to ask whatever questions they need to ask. And yes, of course, you could say, well, sometimes people will ask daft questions just to annoy you. Well, that's just another aspect of the same thing. Too much wind. I'll come back shortly. The problem, you see, is that just like self-loathing, shame is a feeling that you can really only feel internally. I can't, I suppose I can, yes I can feel ashamed for somebody else if I see someone doing something that I think is deplorable or someone letting themselves down. I suppose that's fair, <coughs> I can. But the real point of pressure, the point where shame comes home and does its dastardly work is when we feel that we are in some way unworthy, not good enough. And a long time ago, in the aftermath of the, oh dear, the wind is terrible, in the aftermath of the Eric Byrne games people play blockbuster about parent, about uh, transactional analysis, parent, adult, child and all that. A guy called Thomas Sachs published an equally good book, maybe even a better one, called I'm OK, You're OK. And I'm OK is something that many of us find it very difficult indeed to say or think or believe or live with and in accordance with. And the chatbot basically, although it never actually says it out loud, conveys you're okay. It answers your questions straight. It doesn't mangle its words, it doesn't mince its words, it doesn't attempt to make you feel that the question you've asked is silly, it just answers it. Why can't we be like that? Because I don't see that a sense of shame ever has any really positive characteristics. I mean the obvious answer to that is, well if you do something wrong, and you're ashamed of yourself, it may persuade you not to do it again. Well, that's true, 
but if you've done something wrong or if you've made a mistake or if you've hurt somebody or broken something or failed in some endeavor or made an investment that's gone awfully wrong any of that it's just about being human and it's very often easier when you're programming for example to make the mistakes and put them right just by a process of trial and error than it often is to sit contemplate in advance what you should be doing in such a way as to try to avoid the mistake in the first place. Programming mistakes, as Seymour Papert put it many moons ago in Mindstorms, are just ways that the computer says no. The computer says no, David Walliams famously said, and you have to put it right. And if you get angry with it or with yourself, well, there's no, really no need. It's just a matter of saying, well, that didn't work. I wonder why not. What can I do better that will succeed? And as I've said, the chatbot regularly gets things wildly wrong. One of my favorite recent examples is that it apparently doesn't understand the difference between capital letters and small letters, lowercase letters. So something was repeatedly failing because it was trying to persuade me and I, like a fool, was accepting that a capital X and a lowercase x have the same meaning to the program, which of course they don't, because it's case sensitive. And I could beat myself up over that. What a fool! But it's just one of those things. I didn't notice that that was the problem until well into the trial and error process and I could see that we were getting nowhere. Once I saw it, it was obvious. Right in no time. So, we should all be more like the chatbot, more accepting, less inclined to criticise, less inclined to point out where people's questions indicate levels of ignorance that are breathtaking as we might think. Because basically every single one of us is where his, he or she is. We are where we are. There's absolutely no point in pretending that we're somewhere else or we're where we'd like to be. You know, I might, I might wish that I was in a position to do fundamental research in quantum mechanics, but I'm not. And so I either do something about that by learning some, or I learn to live with it. But there's absolutely no point beating myself up about it. And I can think of times in my life when I've said things so stupid, so ignorant, that I would have liked the ground to open up and swallow me. But it's just part of life. And everybody's knowledge has holes. It's just that some people either constrain their area of interest to such a small area that they can appear to know everything. But we should just accept that we can't know everything. Sin boldly, as Luther famously put it, peccator fortiter. 
and it's so windy that I can't believe this is going to be usable. So I'm going to stop now and uh, 